They need a relatability to it. And that's where I think this is a powerful point that YouTube is throwing out there that they don't even understand the impact of it when it comes to us using it for digital ministry purposes. everybody, welcome back to the Digital Ministry Podcast. My name is Joshua Verwers. It is good to see you all here. We're back. We're ready and we have got an exciting topic for today's episode. What we are going to be looking at is a shorts strategy. This is a YouTube short strategy that I wound up finding over on, actually, it was one of Google's blogs. They actually have, what they've been doing, it's a bi-weekly report that they are coming out there, and they're saying that uh, essentially every couple of weeks, they're going to try to give us an update on kind of a state of YouTube shorts, how it's going, and what they're discovering And since they started rolling out YouTube shorts over on YouTube, uh, they decided, let's check all of the information. Let's see the data that we've got. And let's see if we can then get it out there to people so that they can hopefully and prayerfully for me, be able to kind of capitalize on the growth that is coming in with YouTube shorts. Uh, I didn't check some of the specifics and some of the statistics on where the growth is coming as far as YouTube shorts go but it is drastic. Like more and more every single day are doing it. Uh, As of, I believe it was two weeks ago, YouTube, actually it was only a week ago now that I think about it. YouTube has officially released in beta the shorts camera. And so inside your mobile app for YouTube, it's starting to roll out to creators here in the US. And they've said in their posts, in their blogs, that they are gonna start rolling that shorts camera out into the mobile browser for more countries as 2021 goes by. Right now it's in beta. It's starting to roll out to U.S. creators. I don't have it yet. Once I do, I'm sure you guys will be made aware of that because I'm looking forward to seeing some of the creation tools that they have. And I'm sure it's going to be very similar to what is going on over on TikTok with with regards to that. It's likely going to be, you know, accessing your camera app first and foremost. It's going to give you some speed adjustments where you can speed up the clip or you can slow it down. You can probably trim those clips together. I guarantee they're going to have a timer feature. So if you're solo creating, you can set up your camera, press the timer, kind of get in frame and then go from there. And they're also going to be doing like some tech stuff. And I've seen some of the screenshots from the app where you're able to kind of layer the text on there and then kind of trim and adjust which from what I'm seeing is so much better than what is currently there as far as like what Instagram on the reels have, or even what TikTok has in their app as far as adding titles. Because if you're trying to make it uh, like what I like to do that, that disruptive editing style where the text pops in really fast and then it's gone, you've got such a short window that you're trying to put the text in there. And it's hard because it'll play through and to get a to be able to kind of pin that down, it, it's a similar feature like YouTube or uh, Instagram has on their stories. If you've ever tried to add text to a story, but just have it for just a brief second, it becomes a little bit of a pain. Anywho, uh, to the topic at hand, a strategy for YouTube shorts. Now, first, let's say what are YouTube shorts for those that do not know. YouTube shorts are essentially 60 second or less vertical videos that are on the platform YouTube has also kind of created what they call the shorts shelf. 
So on your mobile app, as you're kind of scrolling through, you'll see it just a few down. I mean, if you've got it, you can pull it out and you can look and you'll be able to see these shorts and these short little vertical videos that play right there in the app. You're able to kind of swipe back and forth or maybe it's up and down on YouTube to move on to the next one. They've also got it for those people that have been creating it and putting shorts on their channel. They've been rolling out the ability to kind of set a your own YouTube shorts shelf on your channel. Uh, it's something if you check out my channel, youtube.com forward slash Joshua Verwers, you'll be able to see it there if you're on the mobile app. If you're on desktop, you're not going to see it. But on the mobile app, you can go to my channel. You can kind of scroll down and you'll see shorts in there. It may even say like shorts beta. And that's just the YouTube shorts that I've got. Uh, I actually tested it out this morning just to see how it works. And I uploaded a new short from my phone. It did not show up in my uploads at all, but it did show up in my short shelf. So that's kind of what the YouTube shorts are going on. Why would you want to do 60 seconds, um, you know, for a short video or less? Oftentimes I'm getting much less on that. You can check out the episode we did a couple weeks ago where we we're talking about vertical video for ministry and why you might want to do that. Essentially, if I can kind of summarize that, it is a different format to be able to present your message. Different people like watching different formats. I mean, we can get into this with uh, people that they prefer to read the book rather than watch the movie. Not me. I want to watch the movie. I don't want to read the book. I don't like reading. I would prefer an audiobook over a physical book. That's just kind of the way that I like to receive it. Now, if you think about this and all we had was people just making a paperback or a hardcover book, I'm likely not going to be checking those out. But when they make them available on audio, yeah, then I will. Same thing can be said when it comes to our video and how we're using video for online ministry. If we're just doing long form content, we're going to be able to reach people. But if we start to do some short form content, we might be able to reach people even more effectively and or maybe not even effectively. It's the, the type of audience. It can be a more effective approach, but we can reach more people because we're reaching a different audience with those type of shorts. Uh, and I've even seen that on my channel to give you guys kind of an overview. I've been running these short vertical videos since the beginning of February. Uh, and here we are on March 29th as we're recording this. And. I have uploaded these shorts and the vast majority of the shorts that I've been doing have all been little Bible verses. So it's the verse of the day. I've been grabbing it from basically the Uversion Bible app, taking that verse of day and just giving a brief little commentary on it. And by brief, I think some of them have been six seconds was might have been the shortest one that I did. Uh, it, I don't know. It might have been shorter than that. And some of them up to 30 seconds long. These are just short thoughts. Here's what I see in the scripture. Here's what I want to kind of get the point across because it's what I'm thinking about when I read it today. I have seen on TikTok and on Instagram that has been very effective. Uh, different ones are taking off for different reason, but I'll get thousands of views on those. Jump over to YouTube, uploading the exact same video, and I'm getting tens of views. Yeah, that's that's right. Ten. 20, 30, if I'm lucky, uh, I think I had actually kind of uh, talked about this over on my buy me a coffee, the page the other day, I kind of gave a link to those that are members, a little bit of an insight to what's going on here. As far as 
this short strategy and what it looks like. And I gave him a little bit of the, the statistics on there. And so of the 47 shorts that I have uploaded to the YouTube channel, 40 of them, 40 out of 47 have less than 100 views. Six of them have between 100 and 300 views. And there is only one of them that hit thousands of views and actually has more views than I have subscribers. And that one is at 2,175 last week when I had checked it. When I looked at that and I started to get this data and started to figure out, okay, what am I seeing? Why is it working on these platforms and it's not working over on YouTube? I was kind of at a loss because I couldn't figure it all out until I read this article from YouTube. And as I was reading this article, all of a sudden it started to make a little bit more sense. And so I want to pull this up here, and this is going to be, uh, for those that are, are watching this online and watching the replay or watching us live over on my YouTube channel, Facebook, Twitter, wherever you're at, make sure you let me know in the comments. You're going to be able to see this. If you guys want to see what I'm talking about, you can check the link in the description, go there yourself, or you can watch this video replay and be able to check it out as well. Essentially, this came out five days ago, uh, so we're looking on the 24th is when this would have come out. And this is their shorts report, right? As soon as you get to the top of it, it says it was for the week of March 1st. And this is kind of what they were looking at. But as we scroll down here, they have a whole section that they call strategy. And this is their short starter pack strategy. It gives us three tips to make this type of content. And the one video that I had that actually got some growth, actually started to bring quite a bit of subscribers when I checked my subscribers by views that short is like the third most popular video I have of getting me new subscribers on my channel a short video that's that's all it was and it's the one that I did uh where I was reacting to uh the Missouri congressman doing the amen and a woman at you know that prayer that was the thing that I had done I just did that one it was kind of quick if you remember right it was a fast kind of punchy edit and there was, I think I had put in a little bit of a, uh, uh, some humor in there from that scene from Forrest Gump where he's sitting on the, you know, the, the, uh, the bus, you know, bench, things like that, that I kind of put in there and put the video, make it kind of engaging as far as that goes visually. But the very first point that YouTube lays out in this strategy is the first thing we need to do with our shorts is make it relevant. And that's exactly what that one did. So when they say making it relevant, they're saying on shorts, incorporating a relevant moment, event, or trend can help you connect with a wider audience. Relevance can take many forms like joking about the struggles of virtual school, participating in the latest dance craze, or apparently giving a reaction on a congressman's prayer that went viral. It was it was a relevant thing. It was something that was happening now. It was kind of one of those trending topics. And because of that, I really believe that's one of the biggest reasons that I was able to start to capitalize and get some growth with that video, as opposed to the other 46 that I have uploaded on YouTube. And they weren't that way. So they weren't, you know, relevant to something that was going on. Yes, it's a daily Bible verse, and it was likely something that people were seeing. But were they searching that? Were they trying to find that type of a thing? Was it something that was pulling up in their trending articles or feeds? No, it likely wasn't. 
And because of that, it makes it a little bit more difficult for YouTube to try to suggest that content. So the first thing that you need to do with your strategy is, hey, make it relevant. The second one they talk about is make it relatable. It's saying that the shorts is the place for you to share your authentic voice and creativity. It doesn't have to be picture perfect. Uh, People enjoy seeing behind the scenes of your cooking content, the clip of you stubbing your toe mid vlog or how you filmed that uh, drippy fit check. See, here's one of those things that making it relatable. This is, I think, maybe one of the more important things that really kind of is not promoted by the typical YouTube experts. Be relatable. There are so many channels out there that they're not relatable. They're not really authentic. And sure, they can probably get some growth based on the niche that they're in or based in the type of editing or content that they're putting out there. But as far as trying to build a community around it, it's not as effective. One of the best ways for you to really start to build that community is by being relatable. And that's where I think for those of us that are doing digital ministry, it's not just about getting that message out there. That message that God's put on our heart ultimately should be pointing people to a relationship with Christ. And a lot of times that comes from feeling like they can have a relationship with us. And we're able to then show them and lead them into that deeper relationship with Christ. So again, the relationships, they need a relatability to it. And that's where I think this is a powerful point that YouTube is throwing out there that they don't even understand the impact of it when it comes to us using it for digital ministry purposes. So that's something that I would definitely be looking at, not only making it relevant, but also making it relatable. And then the third one that they say is to make it rewarding. It's saying that you only have a few seconds to capture someone's attention on shorts. Once they're hooked, you want it to be rewarding to them and maybe even rewatch it, which I love that they're putting in maybe even rewatch it. That is a key. If it's something that they're going to want to rewatch, that's going to help one of the the algorithms that YouTube uses, because if it replays, they're seeing the watch time is greater on that. And that's what YouTube really wants. They want that watch time. They want people to stay on their platform. And even with these short vertical videos, the more time that we could help keep them engaged with our content, the better. It also goes in and it says, keep your story lines concise, making content that educates or entertains or incorporates oddly satisfying visuals are all ways to ensure viewers leave feeling good. Now, here's the thing. For most of us in ministry, we're trying to put in more of that education or maybe it's a little bit of edification. We're trying to build them up or we're trying to teach them something. When it comes to that, remember, they're saying, make that storyline concise. I I heard another YouTuber that was saying they don't make YouTube shorts and you shouldn't either. And a lot of the reason was she was talking about how she makes these eight to 10 minute long educational videos. And she's coming in with the concept of, okay, now I have to take that eight to 10 minute video and scrunch it down into just a a, a 60 second video. And when you start to think about it in that context, how am I going to be able to condense that much down? Well, you're not, at least not in an easy way because there's way too much information. But what YouTube's saying here with making it concise is if you've got multiple points that you're trying to make in that educational, why not just have each of those points be its own little storyline and you can keep it concise that way. 
for those of us in ministry, especially as a pastor, somebody that's preparing a sermon, I mean, many of us have got multiple points to our sermon, and then each of our points kind of has multiple sub points to that. Each one of those could be a short if we're trying to educate somebody. And so it could be something as simple as say, if I was trying to make some relationship advice TikToks, I would look at the overall message that I get and what are each of the points? Can I make this point come across in setting A, in setting B, in setting C? Can I show them how to apply this principle to my relationship with my wife, to my relationship with my my siblings, to my relationship with my church family, to my relationship with my kids, to my relationship with my employee, employees, employer, or coworkers. Each one of those should be something separate. Whereas a long form YouTube video, well, we would try to wrap it all up in one and we would try to get the overall point with all the little nuances. Keeping it rewarding is giving them exactly what they need in those bite size bits. And so that's something that I think we should really be looking at. So again, what we're wanting to make sure that we can do with this is the strategy needs to be the three R's. We're going to make it relevant, we're going to make it relatable, and we're gonna make it rewarding. These are the strategies, these are the tips that YouTube themselves is trying to give us as content creators for making those short vertical videos. So. That's kind of what I would say in there. I did want to pull up one other uh, thing that I had noticed in this. And this comes from the, I think it was the previous week or actually it's they're getting started. So in the, the link in the description, I've got this linked up for you. And as you scroll in, it has this get started guide. And I love what they say right down here at the very bottom of it. And it talks about these best practices. And these best practices is something that I implemented this morning. We'll see how this winds up paying out. Uh, but one of the things that they they had po pointed down here, and this is something that I had even mentioned, was the keep it snappy. So the first thing they're saying in best practices is that the channel choice is all yours, whether you're going to put it on your current channel, whether you're going to create a separate channel just for the shorts, that's all up to you. What they do suggest is that you really need to think about the style of your content and how you plan to create and ask whether or not it fits with the videos that you're already making. For me, doing even those Bibles, you know, the short little Bible verses, it fits with the content on, on my channel. Uh, when I'm doing the reaction to, you know, things like that, it does work with the content uh, because I'm a vlog pastor. I'm pastoring, I'm vlogging, it's me encouraging people to live by faith and helping others share their faith just like I am. And because of that, it does fit nicely, so I decided to keep it in here. It also says that we should tone it up or down. And basically it says the tone on the short form can include everything from absurd comedy through a sentimental reflection. And the best way to let your creativity shine is to be true to what is fun and right for you. And that's part of that relatability that they said here in, in last week's post, making sure that it's authentic to you. It's your voice. And so what is your tone? What is the content that you like to make? What is the type of content that you do make? Let's try to aim for that. And then finally, they say, keep it snappy. There's no one way to approach YouTube shorts, but it's a good idea to use a hook within the first few seconds of your video. I love that few seconds, few seconds. And YouTube, they choose their words wisely. When they say few, I truly believe they mean three. And so keep that in mind. How do you hook them? But then it says, 
Uh, it's also important to remember that shorts loop. So pace your content accordingly and think of ways that you can encourage replayability, which there comes into what I uploaded this morning. I've watched some YouTube shorts. I haven't found a whole lot that loop and a few that have. I didn't like the way that it looped. So I made a looping video about what Bible translation that you use. And I uploaded a few weeks ago over on TikTok. And I don't know, it's setting at like 18,000 over there. And I thought that's a great video for TikTok because TikTok is all about those looping videos and getting that replay. I wasn't seeing that working the same way with the YouTube shorts. But once I reread this this morning, I was like, okay, if that's what they want, I'm going to upload that looping video over to YouTube. The one thing that I can tell you is um, so far, it seems to be paying off. Um, like it, it's only been uploaded for just, uh, man, I don't even know, maybe, maybe two hours. It might have just been uploaded for two hours and it's already exceeded the 30 view that most of them are. Uh, and as far as comments go, like, I don't think that there's a, there's only maybe one other of my shorts that has got as many comments, uh, on it. And if I'm looking at it, like if I can even sit there and try to rank this. So the pastor reacts to the, the amen and a woman had 46 uh, comments on it. Today's already has 14. So it's already starting to rise up there as far as how people are engaging with it and interacting with it. And I think this is only going to make it a little bit better from here on out, because I think it's going to be something that YouTube sees the value in that. They see that people are engaging with it. They're watching it. I've had a few people mention that it's looping and it was a great loop. And because of that, I think that it's got the potential to do better than the majority of those and at least put itself up into the top tier of those YouTube shorts I've got. So that's something else to keep in mind. But again, as far as the strategy goes for what you're wanting to do, how you're wanting to make YouTube shorts, take it from YouTube themselves, make it relevant, make it relatable, and make it rewarding. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Digital Ministry Podcast. I want to invite you to support the show over at Buy Me A Coffee, where you can get some of the latest insights and info from me and even gain access to members-only exclusives, some behind-the-scenes content, and so much more. Also, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already and leave a rating or review so we can continue to help others do what God has called them to right here in this digital realm. And until next time, stay blessed and enjoy God's best.